The following is a hockey podcast out of Vancouver and Surrey, British Columbia. It'll only consist of a lot of puck talk and even more BS, or in actual words, banter and satire. Enjoy and as always, go Canucks, go. Ooh, baby, Elias Pedersen, he's back, okay? Nine goals in the month of January. This guy is inc- is incredible, almost as, cr- almost as incredible as this show right here. Locked on Canucks. The following is a hockey podcast out of Vancouver and... Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, 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 what's going on, Canucks fans? Happy Friday and welcome to another episode of Locked On Canucks. My name is Trevor Beggs, Canucks writer for Daily Hive and also your co-host here of Locked On Canucks. Before we dive into the episode, we got to thank you. You, I'm talking to you for tuning in to Locked On Canucks. It is your team every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. If you haven't done so already, make sure you go subscribe or follow us for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. I also got to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDON and then you'll have to get, to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details now kyle hit the music baby okay because elias Pettersson is a member of your vancouver canucks holy hell he looks like one of the best i'm not gonna hit the music i'm just i'm just gonna start dancing i'm not i'm not gonna hit the music i'm just gonna start dancing unbelievable stuff Uh. unbelievable stuff four straight games with the game winning goal including a beautiful beautiful winner in overtime yesterday and right now okay he's got this guy's got what four two two four point games in his last three games he's got um, 12 points, nine goals uh, in the month of January. Uh, unbelievable. How many goals? How many goals in the month of January? What are you talking? What, what did he say? He's got nine. He's got nine, nine goals. Nine goals. Isn't it January 3rd right now? Isn't today January 3rd? It's January 12th. Oh, man. It's January 12th right now. Yo, he's one of the best players in hockey, and he's probably the best player at hockey right now, right? On this wave, uh, the best hockey player in 2024 by far and away, Elias Patterson is a member of your Vancouver Canucks, which means he's a member of the best team in hockey. That's crazy, man. Friday, the sun is shining. It's cold. It's cold. But last time I checked, I'm hot. I'm hot. If you're a Canucks fan, you're hot too. Again, back in the day, I was never called hot once. No girl has ever... I'm telling you right now, I've been dating a girl for two years, two plus years, almost three years. She has never called me hot once. Yeah, buddy. Crazy. Oh man, uh, let's get you're 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 a uh, you're a good looking mofo, okay, buddy? Dude, I'll I don't care, man. I don't care. Yo, bro, here's the thing, bro. I'm a Canucks fan. I'm unstoppable right now, okay? I could be whatever. I could be whatever. But this Hindu, he's a Canucks fan. I'm feeling good, okay? Trevor Beggs, Kyle Bowen, locked on Canucks. You're Canucks every day. More importantly, this is the home of the West Coast bias. Shout out to the Dontos Art Lab, Begsy, man. Uh, we got so much to talk about, okay? But before we get into the the run and even some more words surrounding Pedersen in this uh, non-contract extension in January, uh, what would you rate that game 1 out of 10 last night? I mean, I, I, I'm not going to give it a 10. I, I'd give it a probably a, a 7.5, okay? Uh, because, you know, I think the Canucks are still opportunistic, right? Um, you know, they, they score a few goals in that first period there, thanks to uh, the lotto line doing their thing. Um, even in the second period there as well, because, you know, the Cucks came at that period, what, 3-1 lead, 
and they were just firing pucks on net. Uh, and Tristan Jari really shut the door uh, and kept Pittsburgh in the game. But sorry, I really sorry. like Waddle with the Canucks. Sorry, yeah, pride of Surrey. Uh, really, the, I kept saying Surrey on the on the broadcast I was watching. He's really from Delta. Though, oh right? so come on, like you're not one of those guys, man. Come on, bro. Yeah, he's a, he's there's a only kid. a small there's kid. there's only a small part of Delta, whatever that is. Uh, there's only a small part of Delta that doesn't feel like Surrey. I feel like that's Ladner. I feel like everything else is still Surrey, no, man. But he's, he's, he, yeah, there's there's North Delta and South Delta. Okay, I got friends Dude, in Delta, on, man, man. And, and, and they take that North Delta, South Delta recently. Anyways, they do. They doesn't do. matter. Canucks, it's like I you from say, White Rock. Oh. Remember, you're not from Surrey. You're from White Rock now, right? Yeah, yeah. Come on, Trevor. Don't forget well, your no, roots, I, I'm, man. I'm, technic- I'm, technically still, I'm technically still in Surrey. That's what the address says. Um, Come on, man. But yeah, I thought the Canucks played pretty damn well last night. No, I got so caught up in PD. I should probably lay out the episode a bit. We did want to talk about PD, his historic run here through the through 2024, uh, and his contract. We talked a lot about his contract, so I kind of want to focus on the positives. But there is some news regarding his contract as well. Uh, later on the show, we want to talk about some top six targets, and we will end off by previewing the weekend. But again, Metal Man, so caught up in what Pedersen is doing right now. It's it's honestly unbelievable, man. That you know, I is I, it? I believe it. Hive. I believe it, man. Come on, man. It's not unbelievable. Okay, it's this, this, is bordering, alien, this is bordering on ridiculous, though. In six games, he has nine goals and fourteen points in the month of January. That is unreal uh, stuff. He has goal game winning goals in four straight games. I think he is the third or fourth NHL player to ever, ever do that. That is incredible stuff. Um, from our guy Elias Petrushan. Now, again, there's some negative stuff out there, but the contract, Kyle, wow. you, you might be able to elaborate on this a bit. Um, but again, I'm just enjoying the ride. I'm enjoying Lee's Pedersen. I'm enjoying a Canucks team that, against all odds, looks like they're going to push for the Stanley Cup this season. Okay, look, I'm not I'm not trying to be negative, okay? I'm just a in love with the Vancouver Canucks, always have been, and right now it really matters. And uh, Begsy, th- this player, right, this particular player, to this fan, Kyle Bowen, okay, this 30-and-a-half-year-old man, he means a lot, bro. He means a lot, okay? Because, uh, again, take it back to his first game, that feeling he gave us in his first game. Like, he started the hope train there and then. And now we're seeing the Canucks, you know, transform immediately, quote-unquote, to a top-notch team. And I think, again, the West Coast, the best coast of Canada, uh, we got smart hockey fans. This is not luck. This is not luck. Uh, before they were successful, everyone, everyone knew that this team had a lot of top-end talent. And now they're winning games, and they're backed by leadership, right? They're backed by Tockett, Rutherford, Alvin, champions, blah, blah, blah. This is going to last. And again, we're talking about that hope. Uh, Now we're feeling a new level of it, and we just want it to last. And that just means contending. So it's it's important, man, to keep this this guy around. Again, I said this team's stacked with superstars. But let's be honest and let's be real. When this guy is on, there's few players that can dictate – that fine line, right, between a win and a loss. And Pedersen is that guy. So it matters, yeah, man. He really is. And, and I think, again, it's just a sign that we've had such a good season in Vancouver. But, you know, I think we started the year talking about Quinn Hughes, his dominance, and Quinn Hughes being the Canucks MVP. Then in the middle of the season we talked about, or the middle of the season, uh, the middle of the season so far, we talked about <laughs> JT Miller being the MVP. Now I'd argue that Elias Pettersson might be the team's MVP. Dude, we're stacked. And even when I'm looking at, I, I'm looking at game score average. I know you might call me nerd, nerd. Yeah. I'm looking at game score average, and Elias Pettersson is now in the top ten NHL wide. Um, you know, I see him in that heart conversation Wait, now with, what's, with what's, McDavid, what's with game McKinnon, score? with Barkov. 
what what is game score average? <laughs> we talk about okay, no, you know what? Okay, okay, no, no, but uh, bro, come on, man. I learned how to read at twenty five. Okay, I need to be told things yeah. like three or four times. So can you go through it again? What is game score average? Yeah, so game score average basically takes into account a number of things, including like you know what goals you're on the ice for, your assists, shots, hits, uh, all like the the raw data like that. Uh, but also takes into account kind of like expected goals, uh, how many chances you're on the ice for, uh, some of the more secondary stuff as well, and it encapsulates it all in one number. Wow. Um, so you know that's that's the game score average again. Guys are gonna be negative some games. Guys are gonna be positive. I think Elias Pettersson has the best game score Damn. among a Canuck player this season at six point one one. It's actually one of the top single game game scores oh in the my NHL. God, man. That was uh, from the Devils game actually. Um, but again, a, a lot of it is possession data. Like, so there's like four Oilers in the top 10. Oh which, my I mean, God. Trevor, man, you're nerding out too much right now. The sun is shining, bro. Relax, man. Move your shoulders, man. Just maybe move, maybe just, it's because I can't just, see the sun. Just move your shoulders. Trevor, do this for me. Move your shoulders. You're 30 and a half years old. Okay. Show off the bling, you know, that locked on money, right? I've been telling the people, man, that locked on money, yeah. do buying necklaces, buying only jewelry, dude, for real. It's crazy, man. We blessed. Relax, bro. Relax. Uh, let me ask you this question. Again, we're bouncing all over the place. It's Friday. Who cares? Who cares? Okay, we've talked a lot this week. I'm, I'm just talking to Trevor here. Who has been the Canucks MVP? I know it keeps changing, but uh, st- I know you said, oh, it might be Pedersen now. Really think about it because for me, it's it's incredible how I'm saying this, but I, I feel as if it's not even close. It's, it's JT Miller, man. I keep changing wow. now, bro. <laughs> dude, I wanted to say Quinn Hughes, but I'm like, dude, JT Miller... Not only the, are the Canucks, like, good, they, they're, they're pretty swaggy, and they got, like, the star-end players, like, the, the magnificent goals, Patterson, a swaggy dude, right, blah, 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 but JT Miller is just so hockey, man. Like, he's too hockey, bro. That guy, well, that, that, that yeah. guy's the guy, man. And he's also well, 30 years old, he, right? 31 years old, 30 and a half? He's so, 30. He's, 30, yeah, so he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's one of us. He's 31 in March. He's, he, he's the same, same age as he's us. He's a 93? Um, He's 93, yeah, March of 93. Um, JT Miller, you know, you're right about him being a gamer, and I love that play last night that uh, you might have seen. There's a clip floating around of it too, but he takes, he goes against Sidney Crosby in the face-off circle. When the face-off's done, he just basically like punches Sidney Crosby in the back and knocks him to the ice. Why not? (laughs) I mean, the the guy's got grit. He's got game. But Pedersen's got some grit in game too. Like, So I was looking at some of Pedersen's stats year over year. And, you know, a couple seasons ago, Pedersen was averaging – you know, a block every two games, a hit every two games. Now he's getting a, a blocker hit every game, yeah. right? And and those hits in particular are way more noticeable than they were in the past. So you see like Pedersen and Hughes both level up, right? Pedersen's becoming more physical. Hughes is becoming a better shooter. This team has leveled up all over the place. I think JT Miller's just a more complete player than he was before. Better on the defensive side of the puck. Brock Besser scoring at a career rate. Like again, it's, it's easy to get caught up in the hysteria of this, but I'm getting caught up in a bit and in a bit. Like, I think we're going to talk about this as the season goes on here, but the, the Canucks are, are are a bona fide Stanley Cup contender. Dude, they are. This Come on, not, man. This is not just the Canucks are a Cup contender, and here's like twelve other teams. Like right now, the Canucks are one of the best teams in hockey, and I would argue might have one of the best chances of winning the Cup. I mean, again, oh, we go man. we we shout out Fanduel quite a bit on the show. Canucks are still twelfth, twelfth on Fanduel. They're betting odds. But you look at money puck and the Canucks have the is best. Is that an American co- Fanduel? You know, America probably. Come on, man. Fanduel, you got you guys gotta keep a closer eye on the Vancouver Canucks, right? Mm-hmm. A because you're gonna get the facts right. You know, you're a gambling company. You gotta get your facts right. And B, they got a lot of Americans mm-hmm. on the team. Okay, Team USA over here in Vancouver. It is what it is. It's just the truth. Okay. Yeah. 
the Canucks are. Let's, uh, I, well, I, so I, sorry to cut you off. I did want to say something in regards to the Canucks being like a Stanley Cup favorite and whatnot and doing the most, but I lost my train of thought. I did want to add, though, uh, we're only bringing up the Pedersen thing because of that that tweet I saw this morning. I think somebody was paraphrasing Rick Dollywall, and I think it was Taj, right? And it was Taj. Am yeah. I being? Pa- like he you, basically said, "You can, you, yeah. you want to say it, and, and bro, after you say the quote, let me know if you want me to shut the f up from now on, okay, about this situation. Because <laughs> if I'm putting that negativity no. out there, remember Pedersen was the guy who said, "You guys are just talking about it." You know, I don't want to talk contract anymore, and here we are doing it, man. And yeah, just, just, just go on. Well, it's it's funny, right? Because you know you've called me the darkest guy on the program time and time again. Maybe we should leave it up to the commenters who is the darkest guy on the program. But I want to I want to <laughs> come in today talk about Elias Pettersson hype, and then you wanted to talk about Elias Pettersson's contract. And here's what Taj uh, yeah, tweeted out from damn. what Dollywall said on Donnie and Dolly. Uh, Dollywall said, "Quote: Pettersson hasn't made up his mind. That's the biggest fundamental issue. Pettersson hasn't told his agent to get the negotiations going." So. That's some serious negativity there, man. Oh, and maybe man. maybe we'll end on this, and it's not necessarily negative, but if Patterson does something remarkable, like put up like 120, maybe he pushes 130 points. Whoa, whoa, like, whoa. He's on, he's on pace right now for, I wrote about it this morning, less than 110, but I think it's about 106 or 107, right? So slightly better than last year. But if he continues on this torrent pace, he's obviously going to score, you know, nine goals every six games. But if he continues on this pace, can he get there? Maybe. And does he even come close to threatening what Austin Matthews makes? I don't think he gets there, but I think it's worth a conversation if he continues to produce like this. Because Austin Matthews, I know he's won a heart. I know he's a 60-goal guy. He ain't never put up 120 points in the NHL. You know what I'm saying? No, it's the truth. And on that Austin Matthews note, yeah, I could I could possibly see that type of deal being made. Like Pretty much the exact same thing. But... If I'm the Canucks, I'm still like, dude, the team, like, who knows what the final result is, right? But theoretically speaking, like, the team has been successful once, like, in a full season. Like, that's bound to happen here, right? Austin Matthews, at least, at the very least, is putting up all these incredible Hall of Fame-like numbers, but his team is also winning year after year after year. You know what I'm saying? Not winning the grand thing, but you get what I'm saying, bro? Regular season winning. So I think there is some leverage. (laughs) I know it's regular. I know it's just regular season winning, but I feel like the Canucks, you know, because everyone talks about, I had people yelling at me, you know, like, why you keep at, why you keep demanding that this guy gets paid the most? Like, isn't it best if he takes a discount, sets the tone, uh, there's cap room for other things, blah, 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 right? Dude, we'll get to the other side, okay? If I, if I go on this ramble, uh, everyone watching Locked on Canucks, th- thanks for watching. I got something to say. Uh, we got to get the ads or else me and Trevor are not going to be able to buy the bling, okay? It's just the truth. It's just the truth. Uh, Begsy, who we shout now? All right, let's talk about some top six targets. Maybe guys to play with Elias Pettersson on the other side. But first, I got to shout out Sleeper. Canucks fans, your team is one of the best teams in the NHL. But you know what? You could also be one of the best guys out there by playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is my number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey. Because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. Uh, you can make some easy money right now by just bending over on Elias Pettersson, Brock Besser, JT Miller, the lot of line, doing their thing and recording more, not less, but more uh, for projections like on things like goals, assists, plus, minus, and more. 
to win a 100 times better on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight players' stats. Yeah, the Bacon Ox fans. You could win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code locked on NHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Okay, okay, we back on Locked on Canucks. My name is Kyle Bowen. That right there is Trevor Beggs. Man, oh, man. All I got to say is this, okay? It's Friday. We're having fun. And I don't know if you ever heard the quote, Beggsy. Uh, have you heard the quote? It's always 420 somewhere. You get what I'm saying, oh, bro? Yeah. It's been one of those episodes, okay? Th- th- that being said. All right, all right. That being said, we're having fun, man. We deserve this too, man. I was thinking about us a lot, hey. on, a, a lot on the drive. You know, Trevor, I think about you a lot, okay? One love to you, and one love to all the listeners. I was driving to work, and I was like, yo, dude, damn. This show sounds a lot different. I know we're having a production meeting on air, but I'm just saying, it sounds a lot different. And one thing that was missing was the dancing, bro. I'm telling you, bro, I don't want us to turn into anything other than that delusional fan because I feel as if that spirit that we're given in the summer, again, already saying that the Canucks are going to win the Cup, is doing something. So let's just, for the rest of our lives, believe that only the best things are going to happen. Trevor, man. Locked on Canucks. Take it away. Oh, no. I got the question. I got the question, okay? So it goes back to um, it goes back to yesterday's conversation. I did ask you the question yesterday. I think the answer changes day by day and with quote by quote. Because, again, now we're kind of hearing that. Pedersen hasn't even, like, he doesn't care. He's just all business. Pedersen is all business right now. And in reality, the only business is making sure that this team is still in this moment. Not the Canucks in next year. Like, in this moment, are doing whatever it takes to continue to win and fight for that Stanley Cup. Speaking of which, do you think it's, it's not cup or bust, but is it like get to the third round or bust at least to get a long-term deal done with Pedersen for sure slash save some money, you know? Like, is that... Is that the standard for a guy who's completely competitive, like super competitive? Like, is one year of getting to the playoffs enough to, to kind of like be his deciding factor? I don't, I don't think so because he's a smart guy too. He knows that teams have to get it done year after year after year. But, you know, when a team does get to the third round of the Stanley Cup final, like that's just a different level of hope. Do you think it has to get there for, again, the Canucks to save any, any money on what's going to be one of the richest contracts in NHL history? Pedersen is in that 0.1%. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's a like a must, like a you know third round or bust, or else he's gonna be worth like twelve, thirteen million. Seasons. I don't think that's the case. I think there's so much that goes into it, right? Like we're we don't know exactly what's going on in Pedersen's head, right? There's this smoke out here. Dolly, Dolly Wall's reporting this. Jamie oh, Barry's gone, gone on this week. There's that smoke. Oh, we're, we're, <laughs> there's smoke, but I don't know if there's necessarily fire here. You know what I mean? So okay. I don't know. Like I said, I I, I've been on this, this this show. Like it feels like not a daily basis, but pretty often every day. I certainly know this. I'm not worried about the Patterson extension. Thank you. Um, I do not want to be proven wrong on it, but I'm not worried about it either. You know, this Thank guy's you. gonna make some money. Um, I think it's gonna come close to 12 million bucks a season, uh, especially based on the way he's playing. Uh, but I think it's gonna get done. Uh, I don't think it like a long playoff run uh, hinges on it or anything like that. I'm about to cry, man. I'm about to cry, dude. You're you're. 
doing the most for me, for me, man, for real. You're the MVP of the life right now that I live. Anyways, let's talk about Rutherford, talking a bit more about the moment, right? The Canucks of today, and <laughs> four minutes ago, I said cup or bust. Hey, like it or not, I think within that organization, uh, an organization that, again, has champions, I feel as if it's okay for them to switch the narrative to, you know, one year at a time, let's take the next step to, you know what? There's something in the air, something in the air. Look at our roster. Let's move like this from now on. And that's, it's copper bus. Yeah. And so it should be right. And I think that's why we want to talk about some top six targets and, you know, kind of a part of that as well was Rutherford said that ideally this team would like to add a top six player. And this is from up here, LeBron's uh, interview with Jim Rutherford. Uh, that's now in the athletic. Uh, interesting that he mentioned top six player first. He said, the defense has played pretty well, but we'll see was kind of his answer there. But top six guy seems to be the ad here. Now, I did write about it for Daily Hive this week. So maybe Rutherford was uh, was checking out my PC and this is got, if these guys were available. I'll rip through some of the names to see if, uh, you know, maybe with the, not even the fan reaction, but just, just to see your reaction, Kyle, right? It's you and me here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Locked up Canucks, your team every day. Hit us up in the comments of what you think about these suggestions. I'm not going to mention Jake Gensel. He was already on the list. We've talked about him ad nauseum. Uh, Pavel Buchnevich from the St. Louis Blues. Okay. Uh, Blake Coleman from the Calgary Flames. Frank Vitrano from the Anaheim Ducks. Those are three other names on my list. Uh, do any of those stand out to you uh, or interest you at all? This is where I'm going to ask you about uh, the underlining data for Pavel Buchnevich because I've seen the highlights, and there's a lot of them. And I've also seen, yeah. you know, most of, if not all, the games we've played against the Blues when he's playing, and... I think up until the games against the Blues this year, he's been, like, pretty highly noticeable, you know, whether it be by being dynamic or just a complete type of player. But, again, I don't know how good he is in the defensive zone. I think I have to ask those questions. I I know that plugging in a player to this system that is already firing on high cylinders, like, you don't want to ruin the chemistry unless it's a player that's perfectly going to fit. So you don't have the runway to kind of train a player to play that way. So... The Canucks need the guy to be, yeah, top six, highly highly skilled, a dynamic offensive offensive player to some point, but they need that. You get it, though. You got you to gotta come back. You got to skate hard. You got to play hard, you know? <laughs> you got to stay hard. Is he one of those guys? Hard. Honestly, I think Vujnevich's game has come a long, long ways from when Elaine Vigneault was making him ride the pine, uh, kind of giving him the Kuzmenko treatment to what talk it's given him here in Vancouver. Uh, Bruce Davis, I think is 200 for a game has come a long, long ways. You know, I, when I watch him play, like to me, like, you know, they're both Russians. So it's an easy comparison, but think Ilya Mikhaev on steroids. Now, I don't think Bucinavich is as fast as Mikhaev, but he's certainly got more skill. Um, so to me, I think Bucinavich is a really fascinating potential add to this Canucks team. And I don't think the Blues really want to give up on them. You know, I, I'm fairly confident in saying that he's been their second best player this season behind Robert Thomas. But, you know, the Blues are retooling. Do, would they take maybe a first-round pick and a uh, B-level prospect for him? I think it's a possibility, and I think that's something mm-hmm. the Blues should consider. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I look at some of the other guys on this list, too, like Blake Coleman, he's won a Stanley Cup. I know he's a bit older. I know he's with the rival Calgary Flames, but he's been one of the bright spots on that team this season. Now, I know he played on a third line for a Stanley Cup-winning Tampa Bay team, one of the best third lines we've seen in recent memory. Um, I'd like to see Joshua Bluger and Garland lined up against uh, – Coleman, Gordon, Colton. That line was pretty unreal. Uh, it was a Colton. I might be missing up. I think it was Colton. Um, Blake Coleman, again, I think 
ideally he's a third line winger, but he could easily be a top six winger. And the guy also does it all right. He plays the ton of grit. He's physical. He's mean. Right now he can score goals as well. So mm-hmm. Blake Coleman's a fascinating add. And I like him. Look at Vitrano and Anaheim. Vitrano as well. He's a bit of a POS. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he when I wrote this, he had 18 goals in the season. No duck even had more than 10 goals. So Frank Vitrano <laughs> knows how to score, and he's on a pretty cheap contract too. All those things matter. I like all those names. I'm also not going to go out and say that I think the Canucks are going to go for the best deal and try to save the most and still be resourceful. Dude, honestly, with Alvin and Rutherford, I think they're going to do whatever it takes. And if they're going to get a player in return that they believe is, like, really, really good, you know, a game changer, if they have to give up a first and maybe a second, maybe a first and Pod Colson, right? I think they're going to do it. Now, the only name that kind of makes me stop and feel off, because I don't know if Alvin and Rutherford are completely comfortable with getting somebody uh, like LeCaramacchi or Willander uh, off, their, off their books. That's not the move. But let's say it's a first-round pick and a Hoaglander to get a more dynamic top six guy. That, that, that move makes me stop and stare and pray of the opposite every time I feel that because Hoaglander I feel as if is the type of guy that raises his game in the playoffs and is untapped like you're looking at Hoaglander this year yeah. he scares me as a guy that is possibly going to get twice as good next year well I think he knows Hoaglander too it's important to mention he's cost controlled right mm-hmm. two years making 1.1 million a season the guy already has 12 goals at the midway mark okay that's incredible value that the Canucks are getting out of Nils Hoaglander right now. So, I mean, if they're doing a first in Hoaglander for anybody, it's got to be Gensel. Like, or a center, I don't, I don't or a center, dude, or a center, man. Like, but what center are you paying <clears throat> that price for? Like, yeah, it, I, I even wouldn't if do they, it for Lindholm, I wouldn't do it for Jenner, a guy who I really like. I mean, that's a high, high price. You wouldn't do it for Lindholm. Crosby. You wouldn't do it for Lindholm <laughs> because you can't, there's no chance of extending him or like he's fallen off. Like, why wouldn't you do it for Lindholm? That good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, man, it is what it is. Yo, F the flames, man. F the flames, dude. And remember, people, before we get to break, I'm going to send this message out to the people too, okay? We're gearing up for something big, gearing up for something long, okay? Something long. Stay hard, yo, right now. In the words of uh, some people say David Goggins made that up. I think Rick Tockett made that up, okay? I think Rick Tockett coached David Goggins, okay? Anyway, stay hard and don't be scared of the Oilers because there's a 50% chance they're coming in April. Don't be scared. We need that spirit to be uh, full of swag, right? Uh, full of tenacity, full of confidence, man. Uh, we got to be the backbone behind the resiliency for the Vancouver Canucks. <laughs> Speaking of which, that resilience that the Vancouver Canucks keep showing, bro, that is the reason why we're here today. Anyways, Kyle Bowen, Trevor Beggs, Locked on Canucks. On the other side, what are we, we're going to talk about the weekend. Uh, you know yeah, what? We're going to spend a lot of the time reading the comments too, man. Okay? Come on, man. Yeah, Locked on Canucks, Kyle Bowen, Trevor Beggs. Who you shouting out? All right. Before we wrap up the show here, uh, talking weekend, talking listener comments, I got to shout out Jace Medical. I know we come to Locked On Canucks to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, and goddamn, is it a good escape right now. But can we just talk for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of one of the worst flu seasons in over a decade. This is scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if Kyle or one of my kids got sick while a supply chain issue 
kept them from the life-saving medications they needed. Thankfully, I know we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your first order. We back, we back on Locked On Canucks. My name is Kyle Ballin. That right there is Trevor Beggs. Once again, this is the home of the West Coast Spies. This is also the home of the Don't Dose Art Lab. And Locked On, man. For real, the podcast network doing its thing. Your team every day. Because we like promises, man. I promise you the Vancouver Canucks are going to win the Stanley Cup. Well, why are you laughing, bro? Come on, man. Again, let us know in the comments below. Who's the that's darkest? A, that's who, a big who, promise to make. Who's the, who's the darkest guy on the program? What control do you have over Le- the situation, Kyle? Belief, dude. Okay, come on, no. man. Trevor, man. Okay, again, let us know in the comments below who was the darkest guy on the program. Uh, it's a safe place. Don't worry, okay? Anyways, let's get to the comments. Uh, we got Aaron, bro. Surrey, man. The mayor of Surrey, maybe in the future. You know, they say the future lives in Surrey, right? The future is here. Aaron Gray is part of that statement. He's talking about Jordan Greenway playing uh, what role? I think in the comments they're talking about tenacity, grit, playoff hockey, you know? And is Jordan Greenway an upgrade over a Sam Lafferty, an upgrade over a Niels Hoaglander in the lineup, right? If he's playing a bottom six role, an upgrade over Niels Amon. Uh, do, do, do you think Jordan Greenway, that type of player, him himself, is somebody the Canucks are targeting? I mean, I think they are just based on the reporting that's out there now. Uh, it's interesting that uh, shout out to Aaron bringing up Jordan Greenway because, you know, the Canucks are going to play the Sabres and Jordan Greenway on Saturday here. Um, but Jordan Greenway, I mean, <laughs> you know, over over 47 games of the Buffalo Sabres, the guy has seven goals and 14 points. So like, nothing okay. that blows you away. Um, What's the so money, though? What's the money? The costs. I mean, What's the contract? He's got two more years left. Uh, with an AAV of $3 million. He actually has a modified no-trade clause uh, next season as well. The Sabres, when they traded for him at the deadline um, last year, gave up a second and a fifth-round pick to get him. So I would imagine the Sabres want at least that in return. And, uh, I mean, look, Jordan Greenway's got the size. He's got some experience. And I I just don't know. if I'm not a huge fan of Jordan Greenway. Maybe we're going to watch him a bit more closely and obviously watch him a bit more closely on Saturday. But... I think people are, are enticed by the size, but mm-hmm. I just look at Dakota Joshua. I think he's just like a much better version of Jordan Greenway. Yeah, I think they're uh, like the fans or just hockey hockey people in general. If we're looking at this team in the regular season, understanding the superstar talent, the championship pedigree, you know, we're connecting the dots. Maybe we get lucky this year, okay? I promise the cup. Yo, it may happen. Uh, they can see it based on the superstars, but they do keep in mind that it's different in the playoffs, and this team hasn't been there. Yet. And I know Greenway hasn't played a lot of playoff games, but that style of player, that type of player, maybe accelerates the comfortability in the playoffs, right? Like plugging those guys yeah. in their lineup. So it, it makes it makes sense. Uh, let's go to Joseph, okay? He's, yeah. he's talking about, oh, you want to say something? Go ahead. 
Yeah, just just quickly on Jordan Greenway, maybe Buffalo broke Jordan Greenway, right? Like he had Ooh. some pretty good seasons in Minnesota there, mm-hmm. kind of producing at a middle six rate while being a big POS to play against. So maybe Buffalo broke Jordan Greenway. Maybe who would be better outside of Buffalo? Boom, bam. I can't believe the Canucks are buyers, man. Holy, man. We're somewhere else in life right now, okay? Something else. Uh, how about this comment, okay, from Joseph? Joseph Kramer? Is that the last name? Kramer? Kramer? Kramer. Kramer. I think, dude, that's a cool name, man. I may name my, well, I, I, I may name my son or daughter Kramer down the road. Just saying, mm-hmm. okay? How about this? Pay them all more, invest in this team, and keep it going into the next few seasons. I'm okay. You know that. With with that being said, people are scared of the depth and the OEL contract, kind of just creating chaos, right? You're not going to be able to keep all these guys. You're not going to be able to sign value guys. Blah blah blah. If you're paying Patterson thirteen million dollars, blah blah blah. I remember. Early on in the season and in past years of our conversations, we kept talking about Pedersen being one of those guys you want to keep on your team because he pretty much introduces culture. Yeah, Rutherford, Alvin, Tockett, Pittsburgh regime, blah, blah, blah. But when your best player on the team, the most talented player on the team, is also the most hardworking and also willing to lay the body, it's not about the money, you know? It's about the culture you want to be a part of. And, like, the culture that 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 type of individual effort can create. And Pedersen is, like this guy's saying, you know, keep these guys, pay these guys, keep them in the room. If we lose a Lafferty, if we lose a Joshua, guys like Pedersen make it easier for those types of players to develop, in my opinion. It's beyond us. In the locker room, it's like we're not hockey players, okay? Uh, They create that. It's It's the truth. You want guys, it's a different level with Elias Pedersen. It's just the truth. Guy's a beast. Guy's an alpha. 100%. Yeah, um, but yeah, in terms of paying everybody on this team, I mean, I wish it was possible, but uh, you know, you got to find value contracts, right? And I think Pod Colson is going to be one of them. Maybe RST Baines could be another one. I'm actually going to go see RST Baines live tonight. Yeah. Some listeners, quickly before we get out of here, you know, I got rejected twice this week. Uh, I bought uh, Abstract Canucks tickets for mm-hmm. my dad for Christmas. My dad came back, back to me and said, you know what? Thanks, but uh, you know, I'm too old to go to games, basically, or just not doesn't want to be in crowds, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So then, of course, when my dad says no, who'd I go to? My brother Kyle Bowen. Who's that? Also I got rejected twice in one week. Uh-huh. Um, if I'm not feeling the love, if no one wants to see the Abbotsford Canucks. But anyways, I'm now taking my daughter uh, and one of my family friends to go see the Abbotsford Oh, Canucks. that's beautiful, man. Well, dude, it all worked out for a reason, dude. Like, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you could take care of man. That's I, why I, ended I, on, I did you that's a favor. On that note. You, you should say thank yeah, you, Kyle. Thanks, thank you, Kyle, for not wanting to go to Abbotsford, okay? Not today. Uh, one more comment before we get out of here. I've given up on Kuz. Time to trade his ass and get something in return. I don't know, man. You got to keep going with Kuzmenko IMO. Like, mm. Oh, uh, caught Trevor, man. the return is. Look, what is Kuzmenko going to do for this team in the playoffs? That's that's my question. Like, under this coaching staff, with this team, you're paying this guy $5.5 million. This guy might not even be in the lineup come playoff time. That's the problem. That's the problem with Kuzmenko. I mean, if the Canucks want to be bold, if you get off Kuzmenko and acquire another player worth $5 million who can make an impact, that's enticing. Um, I still believe in Kuzmenko, um, but if the coaching staff doesn't believe in him, then it's like, what are we doing here? G. Ellis also says that if PD, if PD gets $12 million, million for eight years, is Hughes going to be sour since he's a better player and more valuable? Hughes cares about winning, bro. That's why I'm not worried about these guys, okay? Trevor Beggs, Kyle Bowen, Locked on Canucks, your team every day, home of the West Coast buys. Shout out to the Don't Doze Art Lab. Beggsy, sign us out.
a uh, my my 10 second pregame prophecy is that the Canucks they're gonna beat the Sabers, man. Come on, are you kidding me? A lot of lying going the way they are right now. They might slow down a bit, but I'm gonna say, yeah, you know, a goal from Nikita Zadorov is coming up. Okay, the former Buffalo Saber. I'm gonna say, you know, Canucks get another five five burger on the board. Five guys, five two Vancouver Canucks. Shout out to the everydayers, the occasional listeners, the first time listeners, the new subscribers, and each and every one of you that join us on the live feed. We love all of you. Again, not just the live people, but everybody. We love all of you who do this watch on Canucks, your family, and your dogs, too. Kyle, you've been killing it with the post-game shows. Uh, sorry I've been so family busy, man, but uh, you're carrying Law Talk Canucks doing 85% of the work here, so shout out to Kyle Ballard. No, no, no. Uh, it's, next it's, week, it's 50-50 all the time, week, bro. We, Us and the people. <laughs> Come on, man. Next week, we'll be talking about a lot more Canucks wins because they got a pretty soft schedule uh, before <laughs> the All-Star break, so let's let's keep it going. The GOAT for Callum. Let's get out of here. I'm Trevor Banks. That's Kyle Ballard, and you've been listening to Locked On Canucks. Callum Dollywall, man. Change the name, man, if you about it. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.